Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we're going to be in Exodus chapters 7 through 9. We read, Then the Lord said to Moses, Pay close attention to this. I will make you seem like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. Tell Aaron everything I command you, and Aaron must command Pharaoh to let the people of Israel leave his country. But I will make Pharaoh's heart stubborn, so I can multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. Even then, Pharaoh will refuse to listen to you. So I will bring down my fist on Egypt. Then I will rescue my forces, my people, the Israelites, from the land of Egypt with great acts of judgment. When I raise my powerful hand and bring out the Israelites, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when they made their demands to Pharaoh. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Pharaoh will demand, show me a miracle. When he does this, say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down in front of Pharaoh, and it will become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did what the Lord had commanded them. Aaron threw down his staff before Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh called in his own wise men and sorcerers, And these Egyptian magicians did the same thing with their magic. They threw down their staffs, which also became serpents. But then Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Pharaoh's heart, however, remained hard, and he refused to listen just as the Lord had predicted. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn. And he still refuses to let the people go. So go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes down to the river. Stand on the bank of the Nile and meet him there. Be sure to take along the staff that turned into a snake. Then announce to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to tell you, Let my people go so that they can worship me in the wilderness. Until now, you have refused to listen to him. So this is what the Lord says. I will show you that I am the Lord. Look, I will strike the water of the Nile with this staff in my hand, and the river will turn to blood. The fish in it will die and the river will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink any water from the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, 
Take your staff and raise your hand over the waters of Egypt, all of its rivers, canals, ponds, and all the reservoirs. Turn all the water to blood. Everywhere in Egypt, the water will turn to blood, even the water stored in wooden bowls and stone pots. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. As Pharaoh and all of his officials watched, Aaron raised his staff and struck the water of the Nile, and suddenly the whole river turned to blood. The fish in the river died, and the water became so foul that the Egyptians could not drink it. There was blood everywhere throughout the land of Egypt. But again, the magicians of Egypt used their magic, and they too turned water into blood. So Pharaoh's heart remained hard. He refused to listen to Moses and Aaron just as the Lord had predicted. Pharaoh returned to his palace and put the whole thing out of his mind. Then all the Egyptians dug along the riverbank to find drinking water, for they couldn't drink the water from the Nile. Seven days passed from the time that the Lord struck the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go back to Pharaoh and announce to him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go so that they can worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will send a plague of frogs across your entire land. The Nile River will swarm with frogs. They will come up out of the river and into your palace and even into your bedroom and onto your bed. They will enter the houses of your officials and your people. They will even jump into your ovens and your kneading bowls. Frogs will jump on you, your people, and all of your officials. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Raise your staff in the air in your hand over all of the rivers, the canals, and the ponds of Egypt, and bring up frogs over all the land. So Aaron raised his hand over the waters of Egypt. The frogs came up and covered the whole land. But the magicians were able to do the same thing with their magic. They too caused frogs to come up on the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and begged, Plead with the Lord to take the frogs away from me and my people. I will let your people go so that they can offer sacrifices to the Lord. You set the time, Moses replied. Tell me when you want me to pray for you and your officials and your entire people. 
Then you and your houses will be rid of the frogs. They will remain only in the Nile River. Do it tomorrow, Pharaoh said. All right, Moses replied. It will be as you have said. Then you will know that there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will leave you and your houses and your officials and your people. They will remain only in the Nile River. So Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh's palace, and Moses cried out to the Lord about the frogs that he had inflicted on Pharaoh. And the Lord did just what Moses had predicted. The frogs in the houses, the courtyards, and the fields all died. The Egyptians piled them into great heaps, and a terrible stench filled the land. But when Pharaoh saw that relief had come, he became stubborn. He refused to listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had predicted. So the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, raise your staff and strike the ground. The dust will turn into swarms of gnats throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded them. When Aaron raised his hand and struck the ground with his staff, gnats infested the entire land, covering the Egyptians and their animals. All the dust in the land of Egypt turned into gnats. Pharaoh's Egyptians tried to do the same with their magic secret arts. But this time, they failed. And the gnats covered everyone, people and animals alike. This is the finger of God, the magicians exclaimed to Pharaoh. But Pharaoh's heart remained hard. He wouldn't listen to them just as the Lord had predicted. Then the Lord told Moses, Get up early in the morning and stand in Pharaoh's way as he goes down to the river. Say to, to him, This is what the Lord says. Let my people go so that they can worship me if you refuse. Then I will send swarms of flies on you, your officials, your people, and all the houses. The Egyptian houses will be filled with flies, and the ground will be covered with them. But this time, I will spare the region of Goshen where my people live. No flies will be found there. Then you will know that I am the Lord and that I present even and that I am present even in the heart of your land. 
I will make a clear distinction between my people and your people. This miraculous sign will happen tomorrow. And the Lord did just as he said. A thick swarm of flies filled Pharaoh's palace and the houses of his officials. The whole land of Egypt was thrown into chaos by the flies. Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron. All right, go ahead and offer sacrifices to your God, he said. But do it here in the land. But Moses replied, that wouldn't be right. The Egyptians detest the sacrifices that we offer to the Lord our God. Look, if we are to offer our sacrifices here where the Egyptians can see us, they will stone us. We must take a three-day trip into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, just as he commanded us. All right, go ahead, Pharaoh replied. I will let you go into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God, but don't go too far away. Now hurry and pray for me. Moses answered, As soon as I leave you, I will pray to the Lord, and tomorrow the swarms of flies will disappear from you and your officials and all of your people. But I am warning you, Pharaoh, don't lie to us again and refuse to let the people go sacrifice to the Lord. So Moses left Pharaoh's palace and pleaded with the Lord to remove all the flies. And the Lord did as Moses asked and caused the swarms of flies to disappear from Pharaoh, his officials, and his people. Not a single fly remained. But Pharaoh again became stubborn and refused to let the people go. The Lord commanded Moses, Go back to Pharaoh. Tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrew, says. Let my people go so that they can worship me. If you continue to hold them and refuse to let them go, the hand of the Lord will strike all your livestock, your horses, donkeys, camels, cattle, sheep, and goats with a deadly plague. But the Lord will again make a distinction between the livestock of the Israelites and that of the Egyptians. Not a single one of Israel's animals will die. The Lord has already set the time for the plague to begin. He has declared that he will strike the land tomorrow. And the Lord did just as he said. The next morning, all of the livestock of the Egyptians died. But the Israelites did not lose a single animal. Pharaoh sent his officials to investigate, and they discovered that the Israelites did not lose a single animal. But even so, Pharaoh's heart remained stubborn. And he still refused to let the people go.
Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Take handfuls of soot from the brick kiln and have Moses toss it up into the air while Pharaoh watches. The ashes will spread like fine dust over the whole land of Egypt, causing festering boils to break out on the people and the animals throughout the land. So they took the soot from the brick kiln and went and stood before Pharaoh. As Pharaoh watched, Moses threw the soot into the air, and boils broke out on the people and the animals alike. Even the magicians were unable to stand before Moses because the boils had broken out on them and all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. And just as the Lord had predicted to Moses, Pharaoh refused to listen. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Tell him this. This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go so that they can worship me. If you don't, I will send more plagues on you and your officials and your people. Then you will know that there is no one like me in all of the earth. By now I could have lifted my hand and struck you and your people with a plague to wipe you you off the face of the earth. I have spared you for a purpose, to show you my power and to spread my fame throughout the earth. But you still lord it over my people and refuse to let them go. So tomorrow at this time, I will send a hailstorm more devastating than any in all the history of Egypt. Quick, order your livestock and servants to come in from the fields so to, to find shelter. Any person or animal left outside will die when the hail falls to the ground. Some of Pharaoh's officials were afraid because of what the Lord had said. They quickly brought their servants and livestock in from the fields. But those who paid no attention to the word of the Lord left theirs out in the open. Then the Lord said to Moses, Lift your hand toward the sky so hail may fall down on the people, the livestock, and all the plants throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses lifted his staff toward the sky, and the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning flashed toward the earth. The Lord sent tremendous hailstorm against all the land of Egypt. Never in all the history of Egypt had there been a storm like that. With such devastating hail and continuous lightning, it left all of Egypt in ruins. The hail struck down everything in the open field, people, animals, and plants alike. Even the trees were destroyed. The only place without hail was the region of Goshen, where the people of Israel lived. 
Then Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he confessed. The Lord is the righteous one, and my people and I are wrong. Please beg the Lord to end this terrifying thunder and hail. We've had enough. I will let you go. You don't need to stay any longer. Moses replied, All right. As soon as I leave the city, I will lift my hands and pray to the Lord. Then the thunder and hail will stop, and you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. All the flax and barley were ruined by the hail because the barley had formed heads and the flax was budding. But the wheat and the emer wheat were spared because they had not yet sprouted from the ground. So Moses left Pharaoh's court and went out of the city. When he had lifted his hands to the Lord, the thunder and the hail stopped and the downpour ceased. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail, and thunder had stopped, he and his officials sinned again, and Pharaoh again became stubborn. Because his heart was hard, Pharaoh refused to let the people leave, just as the Lord had predicted through Moses. Today's reading, we see a contrast between Pharaoh and Moses and Aaron. Pharaoh had a hard, stubborn heart. God had predicted it, and it happened just as God predicted. Pharaoh's heart continued to remain hard and stubborn no matter what happened. But in contrast, Moses and Aaron are repeatedly said that they did exactly as God had commanded them. This is the contrast. Those that serve the Lord will do exactly as the Lord commands. And those who do not fear the Lord, as Pharaoh did, will remain stubborn and do things their own way. Today, let's make the decision to do as Moses and Aaron did. That in everything, they serve the Lord and do everything just as God has commanded. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.